You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Friday, 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 Friday. The weekend is here and we are so excited to celebrate Mother's Day at Eastside this weekend. We've got a meaningful message from one of our favorite Grace guest speakers and just an amazing mom, Jody Hickerson. And uh, we're even doing a fun giveaway where uh, women who are visiting with us have a chance to take home a $200 shopping gift card. Who wouldn't love that? And uh, at any of our campuses, it'll be a great weekend to bring your family and invite big. You know, I've said a couple times this week, kindness is the hallmark of a great mother and exceptional kindness, I think, is the greatest gift you can give your mother. So so the past few days, we've been looking at this amazing story of kindness from 2 Samuel 9 and drawing lessons we can learn from the extraordinary kindness King David extends to his late close friend, Jonathan's crippled son, whose name was Mephibosheth. Now, the final lesson I want to draw from this story for you is that the Holy Spirit urges you to demonstrate the kindness of God to people in your lives by responding, not just spontaneously, but sacrificially. Friends, kindness always costs. There's always a price tag. I mean, think of what David's kindness to Mephibosheth cost him. He graciously restored all of the land and all of the possessions of the ex-king Saul, Mephibosheth's grandfather, to Mephibosheth. He appoints Ziba and his 15 sons and 20 servants to wait on Mephibosheth hand and foot. And then unbelievably to top it all off, he pays a personal cost every day by asking Mephibosheth to sit at his own royal table for the rest of his life like one of his sons. It would have been so easy just to ease his conscience simply by sending payments for Mephibosheth's rent. He could have uh, sent him meals on holidays, a Christmas card. He could have set up a little trust fund for him and sent the interest check once a month. But not David. David personally sacrificed himself, his home, his own family. family. So question, where does a child typically first learn sacrificial love? Isn't it from their mom? When the baby cries in the middle of the night, who goes rushing in to be sure the baby's okay? The father, dream on. 90% of the time, it's mom, right? When we were raising our kids, I watched Barbara respond so sacrificially as she extended love to them. I watched her, you know, cook three different breakfasts so everybody could have the thing they wanted. I watched her, you know, chauffeur to different schools, basketball practices, baseball practices, tennis practices, dance classes, gymnastics. I watched her pick up the house, Pick it up again, pick it up the third time, all in about the course of an hour. I watched her nearly collapse at the end of the day, only to have someone bring a piece of clothing that needed to be washed by the next morning for school (laughs) or church. And she stayed up washing, drying, ironing, the rest, while the family slept. I know there's so many moms tuning in today that give sacrificially to their kids every day just like that. And I just want to remind you, you are doing an extraordinary job. Kids may never say thanks. They may never even notice or remember specific instances, but they feel and they know they are loved sacrificially. And friends, I guarantee you, God has put some people in your life right now who are walking with a limp. Maybe they're discouraged, feeling unappreciated, forgotten, guilty, lonely, depressed, wounded, neglected. And maybe the Holy Spirit is nudging you to put your love in action and to be kind to this person today. Some of them 
maybe at work. Maybe this person God is calling you to be kind to is at school. Friends, kindness just transforms people. It changes their personality. Now, if any of you are thinking, there's no way in this dog-eat-dog world that I'm going to start being kind to others like that, give me one good reason, Gene. Here's a pretty good one. Because in the midst of our sins against the holy God of the universe, he was kind and gracious to us by sending his amazing son. What a gift, gracious gift that God has extended to so many of us. And we don't deserve it. Friends, God, through his gracious kindness, through what Jesus has done for us on a cross to take our sins away, treats us so much better than we deserve. So like God, let's sensitively, spontaneously, sacrificially treat others as better than they deserve. God, thank you for what we've learned from King David this week, for his extraordinary kindness to someone who could have so easily been forgotten. Pray that you'll grow our kindness muscles. And God, I just want to say a special prayer for every mom listening to my voice today. I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for their impact. I'm grateful for my own mom's impact and thinking of people today whose moms are already with you like mine is. And, and uh, we miss them. And we're grateful for those, for those who've had complicated relationships with their moms and it was less than what they would have dreamed. I pray that they'll feel a touch of your kindness today and your grace and your comfort in their life. I lift these prayers now in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms. Hope to see you at Eastside this weekend. Have a great weekend.